0: Welcome to PRISM, a podcast meant to inform and encourage church leaders. Here we'll cover every area of church life, from assimilation to personal care and everything in between. So regardless of the size, type, or location, PRISM will be a guiding light for brighter churches everywhere. And now here's your host, Neil Scoggins.
1: And welcome to another episode of PRISM here on uh, the Prison Podcast. I'm so excited this time that we are hanging out with a great friend of mine, Charles, Pastor Charles Simmons. Uh, now, Ch- Simmons, <laughs> listen, you got to tell me what church you are a part of now, yeah. <laughs> uh, because when we first met, let's go all the way back, man. Let, let's, let's talk about when we first met. Okay. Uh, you were, were you planting at the time yeah. or you were not planting? So we were getting ready to plant.
0: Absolutely. So, gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. So that was around what? Around 2009-ish. Getting ready to Golly. go into 2010. Yeah, it's been a yeah, while. Yeah, that's it's been, been a long 12, time. 12, 13 ago. years. Yeah, that's, <laughs> cr-
1: <laughs> that's crazy. Yeah. And I did so as a as a former church. I don't know if I'm a former church planter or a church planter. I think you're a church planter. Church planter. Yeah. yeah. So I've been a part of uh, church plants, existing churches, all this other stuff. But as a church planter, yeah. even right <laughs> now, uh, you gave me some great advice, and you kind of directed me in some couple of things I needed to do. So at prison, we talk a lot of, a, a lot about the differences in what churches are, mm-hmm. you know, kind of, uh, today we're going to talk about big days, but I want you to give me a little background on on Pastor Charles Simmons. So one of the questions I wanted to ask, how many churches have you planted? Planted, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Somehow I have- And you're uh, an only 19 years old. I'm only, are right, yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> right there you only 19. Only 19, yeah. <laughs> right. Oh man, you're gracious. <laughs> well, man, hey, I just wanted to first say, man, how excited I am to be here. And I'm um, just, yeah. uh, I appreciate you just for this opportunity to be a part of um, PRISM, this yeah. podcast. And uh, yeah, we've, I've been blessed to kind of be on the journey, I guess now have been come Become somewhat of a serial church planner. Uh, after doing it yeah. a number of times, I started in 2007. Our God first really? church plan, yeah, the first church plan was in really? 2007. Were you-,
1: were you in college?
0: I was. At- so actually, if I include college, then my then it was actually 2004. Yes, I started actually. Yeah, so the first I guess it could have been considered. It's actually my the college uh, plant in two thousand and four was larger than any church I've uh, pastored uh, senior as a senior pastor.
1: Are you serious? Yes. So the very first church plant you planted yeah. <laughs> was larger than any other church that you planted? It.
0: it was on the campus of Southern Arkansas University. Wow. It was uh, called uh, YCM, Young Christian Ministries. Young Christian <laughs> Ministries. There <laughs> and, you go. Uh, it went from just uh, like 13 people to 373 people God in like six months. Lee, are you on kidding a me? Yeah.
1: <laughs> how do you maintain that? I mean, I mean, think about it, but you know, because we talk a little bit about, and we're going to get to the rest of these questions here in a second, but we talk about how ministries are different. What you what, what was the formula? Huh, I don't want to say formula. What yeah. was the thing? What was the... It was
0: a little different. Then. It spoiled me. I thought the rest of my journey was going to be that way. It was not. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Yeah. So uh, it, it, it was different. Um, the culture was a little different. Uh, the uh, w- guy was able to really kind of use the my, my background as like a, a football player and have okay. some success in that. Gotcha. Um, a, um, a pr- uh, the president of my fraternity at that time. And just kind of used the authenticity yeah. of that part of my world and people uh, kind of building my influence up in that world so that when God really got a hold of my life and when I got saved and then he called me into that uh, it wasn't um they knew oh snap he's talking about the bible (laughs) he's talking (laughs) about Jesus right (laughs) and so I think God really kind of used that as a magnet uh to draw people um uh, into the authenticity or the authentic Version of who Jesus is, right? Yeah. Uh, versus just a, a dipped in a church kind of culture, yeah. and so yeah. um, it, it, that that was uh, that that part um, was really exciting. And, uh, and 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 man, really, um, I I was really just trying to sweep. I, I was just so glad. I wanted people to feel what I felt as it relates to um, what God had did for me. You yeah, know? yeah. And I and so all I, did, I just wanted to invite people to church.
1: Yeah, that's and cool.
0: After having a little bit of success with that, um, you know, eight people here, one week, 10 people the next week. Um, after a while, I just like, you know what, I'm just gonna see how many people I can invite this week. And so eventually I started taking role uh, and it just kind of just kind of took off fire, took Golly, fire from there. Yeah, the
1: very first one. So in the meantime, so from that point until now, because right now you're you're at you're at number what ten? Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. You talking actually, about using the yes. gospel and
1: going a bunch <laughs> of different ways? You know, because Prism really is about the uniqueness of what the gospel does and what it does in ministry. But dude, you. <laughs> You started in college started <laughs> to 373, and yeah. ten year, ten church plants later, yeah. you're still doing it with I'm Connect still Church. Doing it with Connect, Connect, Connect Church in in Little Little Rock and Conway.
0: Yes, yeah, so Connect Church is in Little Rock. We in do Rock. still have our family in Conway. We still okay. have about 30, 40 um, uh, ish that supports us there. Most of them, at, uh, due to COVID, is watching uh, online. But we have gotcha. about twenty of those or so that they, uh, that commutes back and forth to Little Rock.
1: Okay, man, that's good. Yeah. Cool. So what what was the what was the fun part about about church planting for you. I know I'm skipping questions here, but okay. what was the fun What was the fun part about church planting for you? And then we're going to go, we're going to shift a little bit because I think a lot of people think that church planting and existing churches uh, only have nothing in common. Right. You know, but I think that there's, and you can kind of bridge the gap with that. What was the fun part about church planting?
0: Yeah, I think the fun part about church planting, you know, um, is you you I, I, when I grew up, I watched a, a group of individuals, radical individuals, called the 18. Okay, me? yeah. B.A. <laughs> yeah. 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 yeah, yes, yes. And uh, I think was it Hannibal? He's always say, "I love it when a plan comes together." Yeah, yeah. 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 There you go. And that, that was the fun. That's the fun part about church planning. It is um, being able to envision lives being changed. Yeah. Uh, it is being able to envision a lot of times uh, things starting from from zero, right? Yeah. And uh and watching God put all of these pieces together, obviously by nothing but faith,
1: yeah, and a group yeah.
0: of individuals, right? Because uh, it's one thing if I was getting ready to start a business, I had capital set to the side, yeah. put a sign out that said, now hiring, there you go. and they knew they were going to be getting money for
1: what we were asking in to do. And then you selling your peanuts and, yes, and you doing <laughs> what you're doing. Yeah. <laughs>
0: This wasn't that. It's like, hey, we're about to reach people for the gospel, and we want you to help us for free. All right. <laughs> <laughs> right.
1: Yeah, and, that start and that's church that's planting in a here. nutshell. that's church in a nutshell. So shift from church planting to to existing churches, yeah. So, so how many, and I don't know if you can count, how many church existing churches have you been a part of? So, as
0: far as existing <laughs>
1: and, and count the one count the churches that you, you know, I don't want to get into your story yeah, yeah. A, a whole lot, but. Uh, even the first church that you were a part of when you first accepted Christ. Yeah.
0: So as far as um, uh, existing churches um, that I've been a part of, I've been a part of one, two, three, four, uh, five, six, seven existing churches.
1: So you've been. So you've had a life that has a church planning life. Yes. And an exist existing church. Exactly. life? Exactly. Now a lot of people think that they're totally different. Right. Uh, and they are in a lot of ways. They have
0: this, They're distinctives, right? But okay. They Have a lot of their sim- a lot of similarities.
1: So talk about those similarities between church plan and existing church
0: well for one the church plan if it become, if it's successful it does become an existing church
1: (laughs) (laughs) so here's the here's the line and we've been talking about this for a while we're live at the Arkansas Baptist State Convention and we're talking about this just briefly (laughs) but here's the thing I want to know when does a church? Do you know? There's no hard and fast rule. Right. When a church goes from a church plant to an existing church, there I mean, what what happens? I mean, is. you know. So am I a church plant like 20 years later? Right. Am I still a
0: church plant. I mean, you know, it kind of depends on what world you're in, and in well, some ways d- d- what success you had.
1: Well, well, yeah, that's true. And it depends on how much money you have right. to actually do ministry. Okay. If, if I look, if I have an endowment, I'm an existing church. Exactly. If I don't. I'm a church and plant. According to my bank account, I'm definitely still a church plant for sure. <laughs> yeah, Church plant. <laughs> oh, so good. what are the what are the distinctives between those two? Either existing yeah, or church plant. Yeah, that's
0: a good question. I think um, um, primarily, if we were to think of an existing church plant, um, and, and you know, obviously we can kind of there are different levels of uh, where we measure success on, yeah. but typically typically across the board, if we were to think generally, I think one thing that we would think about is at least some type of stability as it relates to structure uh, and finances, right? Yeah, Uh, yeah. Culturally, right? At least as it relates to, there's some type of structure. Now, you may still be trying to define the culture and still trying to tweak it here and there, and that happens throughout the life sometimes of the ministry. Yeah. Uh, now, but,
1: that uh, of an existing church. Of an existing church. Gotcha. Yeah.
0: Even at, of an existing church, which is one of the similarities, I guess you can kind of say with a church plan as well. Yeah. I think sometimes yeah. the assumption is that if they're 13 years in existence, uh, that they already have an established culture. Now, there is an established culture, but it doesn't always mean that it's the culture that they want.
1: Oh, that's unpack that a second.
0: Okay, a culture is by two two things. Your uh-huh. culture is either going to be by design, right, or default.
1: Okay, okay, okay. I got you. Is it going to be you do it to on have purpose, co- or it does, exactly. it does it to you?
0: You exactly. <laughs> you yeah. want it to be by design, hopefully, because the, hopefully that culture is wrapped around or uh, intertwined with your vision and with your mission. Yeah. But oftentimes, right? If the truth be told, um, oftentimes the culture has defaulted to what has become.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And
0: and it's not always reflecting the mission, not always reflecting the vision or even the heart of the current leadership during that time. Yeah. Um, Yeah. And so that causes you, you know, maybe even 13 years later to be looking at something and say, okay, that was not the why behind that. (laughs) We need (laughs) to re-examine it. We
1: need a new why. All right. And
0: I think uh, that's one of the reasons why COVID had. A lot of us in some somewhat of a spiritual schizophrenia, um, because it yeah. caused us to look at our current culture and really had to make an honest assessment on whether or not this was this has happened by design or default.
1: You know what? I, I, let me chase a rabbit, and we may not even get to all of these right now. Do you think that COVID, uh, COVID, and just the change, because it can't just be COVID. Right, right. It's got to be how we responded how we're responding now coming out of this global thing that's going on. Right. Uh, do you think that they are, do you think that existing churches now are asking the questions that church plants ask before they started. I don't even know how to ask that question, but you 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 hear what I'm saying an existing church, you know, you hey, we're going down this road, we have these this matrix for success or bar for of success. Do you think that now existing churches because that global thing has changed. Yes. Do you think that their mindset successful existing churches? Yes. Do you think that the ones that have Succeeded in making the—I hate to use this word—pivot. Had mm-hmm. made this pivot. Yeah. Uh, do you think that they shifted their mindset more toward what a church plant yes,
0: would do? Absolutely. Okay. One hundred percent. Yeah. I think that Corona uh, uh, and COVID, in a number of ways, especially, uh, especially if I could just speak like as it relates to statewide for sure, especially Arkansas. Yeah. Um, caused a lot of our churches to, and um, how can I say this? If I I would I would say divinely suffer if there was ever yeah. a way to put it yeah yeah well I mean you
1: look at the life of Joseph and Joseph would not be in specific position exactly. had he not had to and if for lack of a better term divinely suffer divinely suffer yeah. we,
0: and it caused um, um, it, uh, a lot of uh, pastors and existing churches to really look at the way that they were doing things and have to now really uh, forge uh, systems and forge uh, thought processes in the same way a church planter would start out doing as they're trying to build something up.
1: Wow. So would you say, I don't want to put words in your mouth, would you say that uh, some existing churches uh, are now church plants? I would. (laughs) I mean, mean, because here's the deal, because I think what the gospel does, I think what what the life cycle of churches do is they go, there's this, you know, you talk about the bell curve and Mm -hmm. all these other things in business, but I think this may be. Uh, a season and you correct me if I'm wrong, this may be a season where everything that looks so unique yeah. is now I think everybody is kind of coming together yeah. and saying, hey, you know, that was for the church planner, but now I'm an existing church, yeah. I'm an existing pastor. You know, I have to ask myself, hey, here's some things that we have to do. I would definitely
0: say I would say it would be to the advantage advantage of every church to at least um, assume that they are starting with a blank canvas. Wow. Even if they are, even if they're even if they're, uh, shipped in a way, it has to be, a, 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 even if some of us have a speedboat and others of us <laughs> yeah, uh, have yeah. a, we got to turn it a little bit slower. Yeah, got an ocean liner. Yes. yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think that it would be to the advantage to, to start thinking that way and start dreaming um, on what's working, what's not working. Because I, I, our, our brains being a muscle, mm-hmm. um, ha, it has to be worked. Yeah, and I think that there's there are levels of creativity that cannot be tapped into uh, if we're always trying to paint on the same canvas.
1: Yeah, so yeah.
0: It was I would definitely think that it would be to the advantage of uh, of uh, of church. Churches that are in existence, and I would say this to maybe even get uh, to invite uh, a church planner in uh, on, to lunch or into some of the spaces uh, to help both of you all kind of glean off each other and think in uh, in a way that w- that would benefit both parties. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: I think you're you're talking about something that's real radical that, yeah. that we don't. That, I mean, but really we don't we don't talk about it when we talk about church health. When we talk about church growth, we always want to compartmentalize. I mean, we talk about the three compartments: church plant, existing church and church revitalization right now what would be the difference between church planning and church revitalization do you think that do you think that what we're happening now is revitalization or more church plan I'm putting you on the spot that's with cool. this but yeah I think
0: that's, I think it's both and right okay so a uh, 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 church plant is uh, uh, for, let's just say, so there are a number of uh, things, or a number of structures or organizations or the way that things are being built that may be considered a church plant, right? Yeah, uh, yeah. So in one instance, it is, oh, this is a church plant. It started all the way from scratch. You yeah. know, um, they're going to have to build a team, so forth and so on, yeah, right? Yeah, um, But then there are other organ and so let's just say that team is, uh, you know, 12, 15, 20, 24 people or whatever, 30 people, right. and then now you're moving maybe into a launch phase type of situation. Yeah, yeah. All right. That's a church plan starting from scratch. But then, let's just say you may it maybe uh, you have a church that uh, at one particular time saw a larger number of people, mm-hmm. uh, but for one thing or another, maybe a divine struggle. <laughs> yeah, I like that. I like right. what you call it earlier—a divine, uh, uh, divine pain I, I or said divine divinely, something. Uh, it was the Holy. It was Holy yeah. Spirit yeah, was whole, right, yeah, I can't yeah, even, I don't even <laughs> <remember>. <laughs> Yeah, I don't even remember what the divine word. Divine suffering yeah, or something. There. Su- yeah, there you go. Yeah, <laughs> or maybe in some ways it has dwindled down um, uh, to where it is right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and we can wait to die all the way out. Or you can, again, adopt the mindset of a church planner and say, um, maybe God has, we, we're now at a point where we, we have to consider the ones we have left as a large uh, team. group. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. As a large uh, uh, mm-hmm. a launching team. Uh, and so then in that case, you would be struck, again, your thought processes would align with each other as a church planner. Now, uh, 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 um, I can say, it, as it relates to church revitalization, generally you're thinking about someone who is going into uh, an existing church, They're right. still, in some ways, going to have uh, an apostolic e spirit because they're going to yeah. have to carve some things out. Yeah. Um, they're still going to have a, a pastoral heart, right? Because they're going to have yeah. to be very careful and delicate at how they handle that situation. That's right. That's right. <laughs> when yeah. they go into yeah.
1: it. pace is going to be different yes, the in pace a, is a, in is a church be revitalization, revitalization which is different than this global divine pain. Yeah. 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 I mean, you exactly. know, because we had to do it. And then with revitalization, you're doing it. You have to do it. But I think the pace yes. is different. I'm just jumping out there. And I'm in just some ways,
0: stuff. the revitalization, they're they're open. Some of the resistance is different, Um but it so the, the beginning of it starts out as, oh, we're open to the fact that we know we're about we're working on being revitalized. Yeah. Versus another church who has to um, go through the pain of facing the reality that uh, if we are not revitalized. Yeah, we're going to die. It may be an end result. Exactly. Yeah. The end result is death. <laughs> yeah.
1: There you go. I like that, man. I like that. I think existing church pastors and church planners, it sounds like what I'm learning from this. If I had to name this episode, it would be, you know, existing versus church plants. Yeah. You know, just, yeah. just look. And not necessarily negating church revitalization, but just kind of, kind of, you know. Yeah, I actually think
0: there you. should be. I, I'll be honest, man. I think that there are. Uh, I think that sometimes, there, because because the thought process as it relates to a church planner is, in a number of ways, the same kind of thought process uh, that it would be for a person that is going. To, that God is calling to go and actually revitalize the church. I think in a lot, because they're so similar, they yeah. can oftentimes be twisted. Meaning, mm. I think there are a number of church planners, and this is I mean, not knocking anybody, yeah. obviously, but I think that there are a number of church planners who probably in some ways should even consider Yeah. Uh, whether or not God may actually be calling in to plant something or uh, carve it all the way out from the beginning or
1: revitalize. go
0: in and actually revitalize the actual church.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Cause those skill sets I think are totally different. Right. You know, both have to be entrepreneurial. Right. Both have to be, have to understand systems. Right. Both have to have uh, the ability to build relationships outside of wherever they are. Both have, both have to have an eye or a heart for community. Right. And all of those things, but revitalization, it's different. Cause I think you, like you Said, uh, or I use the word. I, I use the word pace. Yeah. I think the pace has to be totally different. I'm running kind of short on time on this one, but uh, we got a couple of minutes. I do want to dig into the difference between the difference in big days. Yes. Now let me define what I mean by big days. Okay. Easter. Uh, Christmas Eve yeah. services uh, in in some cultural context New Year's Eve New Year's Day so I'm, I'm, I'm <laughs> let me hit you with this and this is kind of kind of mess me up a little bit so growing up in, a, in an african-american church environment New Year's Eve was a big day yes the more I get around <laughs> other cultures, yes. whether it's Hispanic, Anglo uh, or, or even multicultural, New Year's Eve is not a it's not a thing. Right. It exactly. just does not exist. Exactly. In the African-American inner city context, Christmas Day is something. Sometimes they go to church. Sometimes they go to church on Thanksgiving. Christmas Eve is the day that you invite Uncle Bobby to right, come to your house. Right to come, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And give some cook. But in the multicultural, multi ethnic or even Anglo churches, uh, that's a big day. Yes. I mean, so let us let's, let's pick some of these and you and I were talking earlier about Easter. Let's yeah. talk about Easter first. Okay. As it relates to church plants uh in existing churches yeah. and, and the expectation of those big days.
0: Yes, so uh, yeah, so it could be. uh, So I think naturally, and and it's there's two parts when it comes to Easter and a church plant, right? Right. One part of uh, of Easter is whether or not you're launching on that day, right? Okay,
1: there you go. Okay, so unpack. We may go a little long. Unpack on on this one just a little bit when you start talking about launching on Easter. Oh, you because you know you i'm gonna tell you so you know how i feel yeah as a church planter about launching on easter yes i don't right <laughs>
0: That's, man i don't do it Dude, oh my god let me tell you i have launched on easter three times okay and each time i have regretted launching
1: on easter <laughs> i got You're you You're talking about yeah. a heartache oh my god well, why so okay so so break that down why <laughs> Why now? If I'm a church yeah. planter. Okay. I'm Bobby the church planter, <laughs> and I want to pr- plant this church. I want to launch, and I want to launch her on Easter. And Bobby, you're saying, let me help you. <laughs> <laughs> <You're> the- <laughs> <melody>. hey, better <laughs> <laughs> you said choose a better day. <laughs> choose a better so, day. So, why? so, why choose a better okay, day? Okay,
0: the reason why is because, yes, Easter, okay, so uh, for a church plan, so let us let me uh, flip it around and come back to the church plan. Okay. As, as an existing church, right? Okay, okay. Um, when I'm thinking about Easter, I'm thinking about bringing families who are already known. Back to church on this day. That on the one, on at least the one day, the Super Bowl of the year, that we know that people are going to go to church right. and their families.
1: Okay, right? I gotcha. Uh,
0: I know that. I know that if they are, th- as an existing church, I know that if they are thinking about going to church on any other day, they already thinking about my church. Right. because historically right. either mama was there or uh, their parents is there or they have a history with my church so they're gonna come on that one day they have least.
1: a church that they claim yes gotcha
0: already ever already gotcha okay. Easter is not isn't for a church plan is not so right they don't know anything about your church you're trying to petition people to come and you're just you are banking on the on the power of the blood of Jesus right. <laughs> and right. the fact, and even though we've been successful at getting people um, there on that day it's the heartbreak after that.
1: Yeah. Meaning
0: you can get a you get a large group of people in on that day, yeah. But across the board most church plants are gonna dwell down. Yeah. And a lot of times you know, 50, you, go, you cut in half on the second it's service. 50, I mean,
1: the stats go. I mean, you know, let's say you get 100 and then the next service is, and I think that it's less. Yeah. I know it's happened to me, you know, so you get that first day and then you get 50% yeah. and then you get 50% of yeah. that last 50%, 50%. Yeah, 50% of and that. And then you're yeah. looking for the bottom going, when is this thing going <laughs> to stop? Gonna I got stop? six people and now I got to build it back up, but it's summertime and everybody on vacation. Right. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Oh,
0: and especially right in the South because um, Easter is generally around April-ish. Yeah. So then it's going into the summer, and then it's over.
1: Yeah. And then yeah. I got to pray and wait for the power of God to <laughs> bring like, people back. Yeah, You
0: need counseling and therapy yeah. and all of that. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> That's right. There you
1: go. I'm just saying. That's it.
0: Um, versus uh an existing church um, as relates to Easter, Uh you, 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 there's, you your heart is kind of buffered there already because yeah. you've had some history on what Easter is already going to look like. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. Uh, so an
1: existing church, you know, it, the big days for an existing church are... Uh, Big days to finish the quarter or start the quarter, depending on when it is. Uh, It's to uh, reclaim. It's a good reclaiming Sunday. Uh, But a church plant, it's like.
0: Yeah, it's uh, it's it's you don't know. You you don't know what that day is going to look like. And and historically, a lot of people like things that are new. So even if that's a huge day, you just got to know not only you be prepared for that, but your team. Because yeah. the way that your team is gonna feel, it's yeah. like, yeah, woohoo! You know, we just won the playoffs, and then the first game you get in the playoffs is yeah. like,
1: <laughs> and then yeah, you get smoked. You get, yeah. yeah. As a Dallas yeah. Cowboy fan, I know all about. Uh, yeah. that. I'm just saying, I'm just saying. There about. you go. I know yeah. completely what you're talking about. You man, you could play an awesome season. You can win the NFC East. And then you get to December, and yeah. there is no Santa Claus. There is no Santa. Claus. There you go, right. Charles. I appreciate you, man. Just kind of breaking that out. We're, I'm gonna have to bring you back at yeah, some man, point. Yeah, man. Because I can't wait so to talk about the uh,
0: the the, uh, the watch, well, what we call the watch night. Service the watch night service. And the difference service. between those yeah.
1: two. Yeah, <laughs> I do want for, like for real. I do want us to talk about yeah, that that's at some be point. We want to deal with that about Thank church you for plans. Me. Yeah, man. Charles Simmons, pastor of Connect Church yes, sir. in uh, Little Rock and Conway. Little Rock. I mean, uh, uh, Little Rock. In person, Conway yes. Online, yes. and uh, who knows what else you may be doing a little later on. You do <laughs> a lot of stuff in leadership as well. And I do. Then you do some leadership stuff. I too. do,
0: man. I do a lot of uh, leadership training, um, just teaching people that uh, that you know God really wants us to thrive and not sink or survive. Yeah. Um, he wants us to thrive and, and time management and things of that nature. And and uh, it's really hard for people to be the type of leaders you want in the church if they're not that type of leader in their life.
1: Oh, uh, So I really do
0: a lot of leadership uh, deals to help uh, churches and help pastors level up their leaders Yeah, so that they'll actually be able to be all that God has called them to be in a holistic way and not just <laughs> what you think Dude, that they want going to be on Sunday. Yeah.
1: That's the bomb. We're going to put your contact information in the show notes yes, so sir. we can uh, contact you. Pastor Charles Simmons, thank you so much for being on Prism. Thank you, my on the, this, uh, version. this is the second episode or oh, the man. third. I don't I'm know which one. Come on. Yeah, you are. I got to have you in the top five. It's there been a pleasure. Go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> indeed thank you for joining us for this episode of prison thank you sir
0: thanks for listening to this episode of prison we hope you enjoyed it and learned something new if you did or even if you didn't be sure to follow like
1: and subscribe so you'll never miss one episode